Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for casting the spotlight episode. What, seven now, huh? Yeah, seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Picking back up here. Man, well, it's been uh, been about a little over a week. Trying to rock these out when we can, as much as we can. Finishing off Labor Day weekend. Things get hectic every now and then, but squeezing them in when we find the time, how we find the time, so... Hope you guys are all still supporting. I, I see some uh, support here and there on social media for sure. We're just going to keep rocking these out for you guys. So, I mean, it's been going pretty well. Some people are passing the message. Yeah, I've been seeing support on social media. You know, we obviously appreciate all of that too. Oh, yeah. You know, at these stages, it's uh, very much so. There's a lot of content to consume appreciate. nowadays anyway. Yeah. Yeah, everything is content. It's all yeah. over on every platform. So yeah. To try to kind of get out there and make your content uh, seen, it's not as really as easy. As make it, yeah, make it unique, make it individualized, and you know, a fascinating, yeah, I mean, fascinating content. Something, something worthwhile. Yeah, that's you kind of got to attract. That's what we talked a lot about when we started this. Is like. Who should we even try to attract with this? Like, and I, I want I want to attract everybody that wants to listen to it. Yeah. But it's easier to try to go after a specific, you know, uh, base of general base of people. Yeah. There's been some surprises for sure, and people that have listened to it. I just want to keep them listening, keep doing them. We are now. What I keep saying, we're now in like the third act of summer, basically. Yeah. Going into fall, and I can't fucking wait. Yeah, man. It's going to be good, man. Just uh, turned that good old unlucky 23 yeah. this past week. It was exciting. Not really. I mean, worked that night. Dude, I, did, I don't think I told you this story. I thought I was uh, going to die that night, man. He's, <laughs> these people <laughs> came 23rd in. your 23rd birthday? Yeah. I was closing, and it was uh, really late, and we were dead. But I heard the door ding, and I like look up front. And it was these uh, two, these two girls, but they were like, it was raining outside, so their like wet hair was over their face, and their makeup was a little red, and they looked like they had been on like drugs, you know, with the area that I deliver. That's not really a big surprise, typically. <laughs> so, I was like, hey, can I help you? And they're like, yeah, our car just broke down a little bit down the road. Uh, do you have a phone we can use? And it's just right there. I've seen too many horror movies, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right there, I was like, ooh, this is this is dangerous. So I let her use the work phone. Now, I was like, she's not touching my cell phone. There's no way. The story is just always the same, man. But the, and it's just kind of it's kind of creepy given some circumstances like that. You never you never know. It's unfortunate, but you never really. This is what we talk about in episode four, I believe. You never know what somebody's trying to pull. Yeah, you want to be helpful, but. I'm not going to say that the entire time she was back there using the phone, I was like up at the register looking at her reflection uh-huh. in the window, like making sure she didn't come up behind me and club me in the head or some wild <laughs> shit. I was like, dude, this is going to be the fucking kickoff to my horror season. Mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm fucking, I'm the victim this year, apparently. Scary stories to tell in the dark, I guess we've seen since uh, last podcast. Pretty interesting. Pretty unique. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was different. Film. Yeah, it didn't. I it wasn't exactly what I expected. I wasn't uh, particularly sure what I expected, but I knew it was going to be 
you know, they never really smart smart filmmakers never really reveal too much in the trailers they make. So I didn't really know 100 percent what it was gonna be. Yeah. Before we saw it, I was just kind of like, man, looks pretty good. They got so, some weird faces in it. They got a scarecrow and shit. So I don't know. I'd recommend it. Why not? Is that Guillermo del Toro? Fully support yeah. the horror genre reviving. Yeah. And he, he's different, too, because, like, he's not like a lot of the other horror films. Like, I feel like a lot of Guillermo del Toro films are uh, monster movies. Like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of unique monsters. Like, Pan's Labyrinth. Isn't Pan's Labyrinth his film as well? And those are a lot of unique monsters as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of his thing, I think. It's creating those kind of mythical uh, modern-day monsters, you know? The modern-day yeah. Frankensteins. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I support it. Well, speaking of movies, do you uh, want to get to our film reviews? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Last episode, I gave you uh, Limit Limitless, list. yeah. And you gave me the Perfection horror thriller film. Came out, I guess it said it was released this year, but it said like it's been made in 2018, but that's kind of the general way of things. Yeah. They're released the year after they're actually filmed and made. So, I don't know, man. Do you, uh, you want to start? Do you want me to start? Um... Just finished mine the other day, so... Yeah, same here. I just finished mine the other day. I actually wrote a whole bunch of notes down, but I didn't bring them <laughs> with me here. Unprepared, man. So I'm just going to wing it from what I remember. Okay. So either way, I mean, I can start, I guess. You know, why not? You can. Limitless. Well, tell me, man. I, I saw it in theaters back in 2011 when it was made. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a... Uh, you know, being led by a, a pretty good actor himself, Bradley Cooper. So I don't know. It's, I had a lot of rec- I had a lot of recommendation, like positively, to to give you that. So I figured you'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, it was um, it was a different kind of movie. It was the guy started out at the beginning, you know, struggling down on his luck, gets that pill from a sketchy dude that was like what his ex brother in law. Yeah. And NZT was the name of the pill. Right? Yeah. And yeah. Clear pill, just nothing looking special about it. Basically just allows you (coughs) to access 100% of your brain power. Like you just could pull up anything you'd ever seen or heard. Yeah. And it was right there. Like he remembered everything. And typically what do they say? We can only access 10% of our brain. 10 to 20 Probably most people can only access about 10. Like, we don't even know 100%, but, you know, it, it was definitely fascinating. I, I know we can't always remember. That's why we can't remember everything, you know? Yeah, he, he it was, like, quick for him to run shit under that because, like, yeah. you're so ahead everybody else if you fucking can access everything in your mind. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody yeah. else can do that. Everything you've ever heard, watched, seen, like, listened to, it's all it's all in your head. You Like, you digested the information and you can kind of put it out there because you actually remember it yeah so that memory shit you can't (laughs) that was very interesting and then obviously like any drug um it showed if you didn't have it the withdrawals are like Mm -hmm. very severe like kidney failure liver failure death like people just looked like shit if they just like straight cut it out like you had to wean yourself off of it the more powerful the drug, the harder the withdrawal is going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, the, they kind of showed that aspect of it, too. And saw some of the other victims. I like, tried to call that clientele list, and they were all, like, dead or hospitalized. 
Yeah. And he was like, oh, fuck. That's when he kind of realized this shit's uh, probably got some negative side effects to it. Yeah. It's, it's all high and mighty and great whenever it's working, whenever you have it every day and you don't, you know, you feel like you have to need it, but... Here's my question to you, though. Mike, you had some NZT, you fucking doing it? <laughs> Say you had some NZT and you had the opportunity. I feel like after, I feel like that happened to him because he started taking it an awful lot. I don't feel like if you had it one day and then you weren't on it the next day, you would you would be no. brought that back. I feel down. like it'd be like any other drug. Would I try it or would I get on a run of fucking doing it? See, I feel like it would almost be hard to not get on a run. Yeah, yeah. I, I would most shit, certainly try NZT. Because you would feel like just a brain-dead loser when you weren't <laughs> on it. Because you wouldn't be yeah. anything yeah. like the other you. That's what he said. He took one, didn't he? He like, sampled it and then... Yeah. He took one... Like, he finished like a script and shit. He was, it oh, was yeah, he had he a like hard time writing the book. book. And he, uh, you know, was it a writer's book? block. He had writer's block like a motherfucker. This dude Who was weeks. down and out. Bradley Sam Cooper, man. I'm a big fan of Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper's a good actor. He's a good, like, you know, in the Hangover films, he was Chris Kyle in American Sniper. His relationship with Zach Galifianakis is hilarious, too. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis is, He's an is a riot character. Yeah. In real life, like any interview that dude's in, he's an entertainer. <laughs> he's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I tell you what, man, if I had some of that uh, NGT, I'd be popping that bad boy, man. Yeah. I, I mean, for one, I was told one hundred percent of your brain power. For two, they said the retail of that shit was like eight hundred bucks a pop. <laughs> you get your hands on it, how the fuck are you not gonna try it? You would be way too interested. You know, eight hundred for that is sounds honestly like not like that much for <laughs> one of those pills. I mean, it is a lot, but for one of the pills that can, you could literally make millions of. If, if oh, you played yeah. your card cards right in a day, you could make fucking probably millions of dollars. Yeah, you could drain in one your bank account. You could drain your bank account on NZT, and you could make your money back and more by the time your NZT was done. But, uh, man. But, yeah, overall, I, I think it was good. It was different. Bradley Cooper, Robert De Niro was in it as well. Yeah, legendary. Basically, he decided, you know what? Why am I doing writing? I need to be fucking making the big bucks right now. Yeah. So, which, I mean, is a valid point. So, he, like, he's <laughs> like, I can do all this broking shit. And he started doing that and making hella money. Yeah. But also throughout the movie, it was kind of funny because just like, he kind of put off thing after thing. You know what I mean? Like escaping the one guy chasing him that was trying to kill him. Evading the Russian guy. Yeah. Like not answering De Niro. Like he just kept evading shit and then having to deal with the consequences later. Like oh, you knew, yeah. You knew they were Oh, coming. it was going to catch up to him. Yeah, of course. It always does. Man. He knew it was gonna happen. That's why he was building up the that like the fortress house and shit. The whole uh, Carl asking him like De Niro's character at the end too that we watched, um, asking him if he like if he was still on it and everything. He's like, "What are you gonna do whenever you run out of the NZT and everything?" And he's just like, "I'm off it, Carl. Like I'm you know I'm off it." And yeah. then he saw things happening because it's engineered in a way that they take out all the negative side effects and. 
you know, provide it with the best, like, with its same, like, power, brain power that it has, but the negative side effects are not there. Yeah. So he only has to take one or get a shot of one every once in a while or something like that, and he's not even... Actually, he probably wouldn't even audit. Like, he, you know, probably figured out a way to, you know... I guarantee you, though, to come up with that, to, like, take out the negativity of the pill, yeah. the negative side effects and the withdrawal syndrome, he had to be on NZT to figure out that bullshit. <laughs> There's no way Yeah, he wasn't. Because, yeah. like, how are you going to figure out that kind of chemical engineering for a pharmaceutical pill? Yeah. it. I think it'd be unlimited possibilities that we had that... Granted, if everyone was on it, then everyone would just be smart as fuck, and, like, I don't know if that would, like, change. Like, I, I don't know, because if everyone is on it, everyone would be more elevated, but then they'd be fighting more, because they'd be, you know? Oh, yeah, we'd all be more on edge, I feel like. Because everybody, I mean, not that everybody's not walking around, like, zombie addicts to some shit nowadays, because every single person is addicted to something. <laughs> but, like... Everybody being addicted to the same thing might be a little scary, especially if the same thing is that powerful of a drug. Mm. We'd all probably try to be fucking getting power from each other all the time. <laughs> Finding ways to fucking one-up one another. Yeah. Because that's humans. <clears throat> Goddamn animals out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... That, that like... <clears throat> Just that whole thing, that always fascinated me. I always wanted to, like, there to be something like that. I mean, like, not, I don't know. I know it would probably not be a great thing, but it'd be interesting to take. I mean, I would for sure take it, like, going oh, yeah, back to the question. It just makes you think deep. Kind of like, man, I really wish I could remember all the things that, that, um, that you can't access in your brain. Yeah, that'd be crazy to pop one and then just try to explore your mind. Try to think of as much shit as you possibly could to try to remember. Yeah. All your information. Like, alright, what do I know that is actually going to be... Or what have I heard that's going to actually be helpful to me and can fucking advance something for me? <laughs> just be trying. <laughs> I know I'm smart. I know I learned some valuable shit along the way. Yeah. You ready to go? Yeah, yeah. What, what you Ooh. think? The perfection. The was perfection. It, was never it perfection? I mean, I guess that's a relative term there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me look at my notes up in here. All right, what do we got? That is not the one that we are. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The perfection. Netflix original film. Yeah. Netflix, man, they're killing it. Original content films are coming out with coming out with a Breaking Bad follow up, folks. A, a film after Breaking Bad, six years after this, the last episode of Breaking Bad airs, uh, called El Camino. El Camino. It's coming out on October eleventh, I believe, on Netflix, and it's going to show what happened with Jesse after Breaking Bad ended. So definitely watch that if you get the chance. I know I'm going to be watching it most likely on October eleventh. So, we'll see what the fuck happens. Anyway, that was a promotion for that <laughs> movie. But no, man. Bad. No, like, I'm just saying, I love no, that I show. Love Fucking, I mean. But anyway, Netflix is killing it, man. They're 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 producing all this shit. Like, producing yeah, real dude, good shit. They're, 
Yeah, Netflix Studios, like, a lot of the Netflix originals, Stranger Things, BoJack Horseman, like, the series and the movies. They released cool. some killer movies. I like that, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. That's just, got James Franco in it, too. Just got to watch the first ever uh, Stranger Things episode that I've seen in season one, so it's uh, it's pretty interesting. I honestly probably am going to pick it up this week. And, yeah, that's a great show. And uh, kind of catch up and... I guess we'll, we can talk about that and stuff more, too. It is one of those bandwagon um, shows, though, where everybody's yeah. on it right now. So, I mean, you just kind of got to get through that. <laughs> so this uh, this girl, Charlotte, in the movie, uh, mom passes away at the beginning of it. Nobody quite understands or knows why um, initially. And it just kind of... Well, no, not nobody understands why. Well, like, what, like, what was her actual... So, like, she got the pills... Which we're gonna get to that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll just get to the rest of my notes actually here because I might have it written down, but I totally forgot what I wrote. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. Yeah, her mom passes away. She's a musician. Um, I'm I'm just kind of noting a few of the people in it. Steven Weber from the Shining movie that came out in like the '90s. He's also the principal in Thirteen Reasons Why. He's uh, he's a pretty good villain in those. So the last thing I expected was him to be the villain in this. Um, film, to be honest with you, even yeah. though that totally is the contradictory to what I said, but I I didn't think that there he would be the villain. He was kind of looking like he was a background character, but it took a while to put the pieces away uh, together, which you know oh, I can get to that. It seemed like the pieces were together in that movie like three different times, and then it all fell apart again. Oh yeah, like that's what. Oh yeah, it's so many twists and turns and surprises. That that's why I recommended that one for you. Yeah, they um. Well, anyways, uh, Charlotte meets, what was her name? Elizabeth Wells, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, it was Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie. And um, apparently, she always had a fondness for Charlotte. She watched her growing up and, and making the music and everything like that. And Lizzie's apparently became a really good musician herself. Uh, playing the cello. cello. Playing the, yeah, playing the cello. And anyway, they meet and everything. They, I don't know, that film just... I'll tell you this, right from the get-go, with the classical kind of score in the background they had, mm-hmm. and just the tone, it, was, it wasn't It was that dark yet, it wasn't that... It wasn't quite yeah, it wasn't that way. an evil tone. But it was very strange. The tone was very... Uh, like, it was just very odd. I couldn't quite understand it at first. Like, I thought the movie went from one... Like, I didn't think it was going to have anything to do with what it became about. Like, yeah. initially. Yeah. You don't feel like it does. Yeah, it's one of those um, movies that just takes a different direction. It, it, what was that? At, wait, one point, okay, so at one point, whenever they came down the elevator, the girls, in, in that one scene where they're talking, getting to know each other, they started hanging out, having sex, apparently. These girls are lesbians in the movie, mm-hmm. and which is revealed. And uh, they come down the elevator, anyway, that one scene. That dude, okay, so that dude actually puke or no? Was that just what Lizzie was seeing? Oh, man. I don't really, like, know. I feel like that dude had to throw up. Yeah, and she thought something was up. Um, and she was worried about it. And then, yeah. And then, so the same thing happens. And they start tra- They go on the travel bus. Where are they traveling to? They're traveling to... China. That's yeah. They went to China. Okay. And they were traveling to China and everything. So, anyway, on, on the, the bus there, like... Charlotte is Charlotte and Lizzie are there and Charlotte starts throwing up 
thrown up like this toxic waste looking green bullshit with bugs in it and and she's wondering what the fuck's going on with her. She feels like she's got bugs in her skin, like from the, the ibuprofen, quote-unquote, that Charlotte's been giving her because she's been feeling yeah, sick. Yeah, she just said she's been, fe- like, she yeah. looked like death. Yeah. Um, and Lizzie's just scratching the shit out of herself and everything. Throwing up all over. Yeah, throwing up all over the place. Um, the people don't even talk English for the most part. There's that one translator guy who's talking Mandarin, and... He's the one oh, relaying I mean, yeah, relaying I mean, the message to the uh, bus driver and the rest of the people on the bus. You know, yeah, they're the fucking tourists. Like. Yeah, exactly. The Americans. Sometimes we don't think we're we're tourists anywhere. Yeah, well. Granted, I've never been out of the country yet, but I'm gonna fucking get there. Yeah, man, I might just fucking go to Mexico overnight, bro. <laughs> Do the opposite of what fucking what's get going in with on. those cartels. Um, Jesus. Kill some people. No, I'm kidding. I noticed they were like just playing games and stuff on the bus. Like she was just like, get your mind off it, get your mind off it, Lizzie, because she's fucking freaking out and just scratching and throwing up and going fucking wild and shit like that. Um, it turns out that this ibuprofen is all a trick and everything, and the fact that fucking. She gives it to her. She's trying to get her, like, fucking... She's trying to get her to chop off the hand because she thinks the bugs are in the hand or she takes the cleaver that Charlotte gives her, Lizzie does, fucking slices her hand, her arm, her forearm, or even off and everything. And you're like, what the fuck happened? You're like, what a bitch, this Charlotte girl, man. You're like, what a bitch, and why'd she do that to Lizzie? And yeah, then... Because it's, it was all... It wasn't ibuprofen and shit, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It made her go fucking crazy. Turns yeah. out this Steven Weber... Motherfucker, man. He's a motherfucker. I wish I knew his character's name. I forget what it was. Anton. Um, Anton, yeah. Okay, there you go. Um, I stopped taking notes after we started watching, like, the ending and everything. I was like, okay. Um, that was... That was kind of fucked up. I didn't see that coming. The reason that happened was because the guy that taught them to, pl- like, to play initially... Yeah, he, he was, was like yeah, he, the teacher at the academy. Yeah, and he was raping these girls if they made one mistake. He's like, oh, you know the consequence. And then he fucking rapes them and shit like that. that Until they learn how to fucking do it. The point of the perfection was like, oh. You have to be perfect. You're going to get punished if you don't achieve the perfection. Yeah, you have to play the song. Play it to perfection. I got that. that That dude, he was fucking... He was an asshole, dude. Anyway, the girls fucking, after all that shit happened, and they beat the shit out of each other a couple times, and they end up realizing that he did the same thing to the same girls, and Charlotte doesn't want that life for Lizzie after it happened to her. And so they team up. You know, they get the better of this fucking guy. After you think that Charlotte's going to get it. Beat the hell out of his boys, too. Beat the hell out of his guards, and he said, he's just like, oh, stay here with her. You know, and the girls come out of fucking the room and they just start whooping these guys' asses. <clears throat> I need some clarity, bro. Yeah. You need something. <laughs> it's terrible. i sneezing all day. Um, anyway, I don't know. I uh that's that's about what I'll go into for for the for the most part because I don't know, it was a pretty good movie. I didn't really expect it to be it didn't feel necessarily horrorish. It was a very yeah. different vibe. It was thriller. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was it was horror. I looked it up and it said thriller horror, but like it was kind of, you know, 
I'd it say was, filler suspense yeah. is what I'd say. Which, those are kind of, kind of all, they can be yeah. compiled into the same genre sometimes. If, you know what I mean, depending on what the movie is. Depending on what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of horrors are also thrillers, you know what I mean? Like, book, whatever, like yeah. That. I feel like, like a, a, like a dark... Books are like horror books. Yeah, like a dark, like. dramatic fucking film. Um, man, what do we... We just fucking... We've been watching some shit. Just finished 127 hours. First time ever watching that, James Franco gets trapped. Well, James Franco's character, who was a real man... Um, yeah, what was the... That, movie? Yeah. Aaron? Aaron yeah, Aaron... Aaron... I'll, I'll look them up real quick, I suppose. I was going to say, I might as well get the facts correct on this one. Um, he gets stuck in a rock in a canyon. Aaron Ralston. Aaron Ralston. In 2003, he got stuck in a rock. Fell down. He was going, he was just kind of traveling this fucking canyon. The dude fell down into a hole. Like a big-ass ball of rock, like, kind of yeah, came like, down. He, he was, like, on it. Yeah. And, like, went out from under him. Smashed his fucking hand against the. He was pinned up, man. Yeah, that looked Had his that whole arm just yeah. trapped in this boulder. That was a fight for survival. That's for that's for damn sure. We've seen it in Castaway. We've seen it. In, yeah, those survival movies are. They're always interesting because it's like one person basically doing the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think you immer- you put yourself in their shoes too because you're kind of thinking you have clarity to consider what you might or might not do in those options and like oh yeah some films where it's like character driven so much you don't always kind of think in like in terms of what you would do if you were them um but in that situation it's like we're watching the same guy for the most part on a screen for like an hour and a half trying to not die so you're kind of like man what the fuck's he gonna do what would i do you know is that a bad move is that a good move it's like the dude had like one jug of water, one bottle of water, like one you know, cup. One snack. And one snack. It looked like a goddamn apple pie hostess pastry. Yeah, I don't know really what it was. <laughs> but he was like just taking a swig of this water at a time. Yeah. And yeah, that's when you were like, damn. Yeah, it was it was a stressful movie. It's one of those movies that I feel like I'll stress the fuck out of a lot of people just because like, he's literally just trying to hang on the whole time, you know? Yeah. Not fucking die. But he's, it, it almost looks hopeless for the most part, you know? Oh, yeah, he went through some shit, man. Dehydration and fucking dry lips, dry mouth, dry, you know. He had to, he had to conserve his water because he starvation. couldn't. starvation. Yeah. He had to conserve his water, drink a little bit each day and everything. It lasted him a while until he finally knocked it over and dumped it out and missed, you know. Yeah. Didn't that, have much left. it too. Dude, that was like, ooh, I can't imagine. Man, and then he cut off his own fucking arm with just like a little like utility knife from like a Swiss army knife set yeah just hacked at that thing because it was like you gotta think probably all that was just dead cause it was getting no circulation no. shit cause it was yeah. trapped on that boulder and it was all broken shattered his arm he just cut it off I can't imagine fucking, like, having to do that type of shit. Like, that was a... That was... Yeah, that was brutal, honestly. Very brutal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that kind of... it's It does make you think in that situation, though, man. It, like, it would be hard. You'd have to think about multiple things. Okay, I need to 
make sure I don't drink anything too quick or eat anything too quick, but I also need to try to think about shit constantly so I don't lose my mind. Yeah, he was and recording videos to... of himself and saying shit. And yeah. You're, you're kind of talking, it's the same concept as Cast Away, and um, when Tom Hanks talks to the volleyball, Wilson, and kind of has someone to, to bounce his ideas, his questions, his his you know conversation off of so he doesn't feel like he's inside his own head the entire time you know what I mean you gotta get out some of your thoughts like in general and I think people don't even realize people that talk to themselves and stuff like that like they're just kind of some of them are just heavily sedated and or on some major fucking hard drugs and they're just wild talking themselves but I think everyone when they're alone they're like you know they're you know say you're doing a chore or something like that you're like you think to yourself, you're like, oh, fuck, did I take out the trash? Did I, you know, whatever the fuck? You look yeah. by yourself, and you're just kind of saying shit. You're just like, you know. I don't know nobody, I don't really have conversations, but I do kind of think, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we all cuss to ourselves a lot, probably, when we're alone. There's been times where I've been, like, high, too, and I'll just be saying shit out loud and making myself laugh. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm alone. What the fuck did that happen for? <laughs> yes. Like, sometimes it comes in my own life. Sometimes it comes out before you even know what you're saying. You're like, damn, I just said that shit, yeah. It's always pretty funny. <laughs> Sam Adams, man. Stuff's pretty smooth. Got That's that Oktoberfest beer going on That's what on I'm tonight. saying, dude. It's, it is fucking smooth, though. Getting to that fall time. shit. I would recommend I would recommend the Oktoberfest and the the White Claws aren't bad either. Now everybody's fucking drinking those White Claws. I have not had, I never had either one of them before a couple days ago, man. Uh, this shit's good though. Like, I think it's pretty good. Shout I can see. Out, I can shout see my, out to our forefather, Sam Adams. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can see myself buying these a little bit in October. Why the fuck not? Yeah, it's got the orange label. That's kind of festive looking. Mm-hmm. Well, goddamn, we just drafted fantasy teams since we've been back to these folks too. Fantasy football, yo, we've been talking about it for a while. Dude, <laughs> I did bring it up. <laughs> I did bring it up. Like, I mean, we did talk about fantasy football a little bit more, but now well, it's going to be interesting. So, you still feel confident? For those Ooh. of you that want to know, our first matchup Timothy Bollinger, Elijah Andrews, our first matchup randomly, um, we drew each other to face. So, your co-hosts are going to be squaring off in fantasy football. By the next podcast, you're going to probably have a winner. So, I don't know, man. How do you feel about your team? The first game isn't played till Thursday in the regular season. I mean, you're projected to beat me right now. I feel, well, I feel yeah. solid about yeah. my wide receivers. Odell Beckham Jr., Tyreek Hill, solid. Two, yeah. two wide receivers starting yeah. there. I'm a little shaky about my running backs. Devonta Freeman's got hurt a lot lately. Now, what pick did you have? What number were you at? Ten. Out of ten. You were ten? You were ten? Fuck. Yeah. I thought you were like eight or something like that. That's ten. No, I had back-to-back yeah. picks every okay. time. I bet I went fucking third. That's the thing. That's not that bad because you do get, you know, that guy. Yeah, but guys. it still was like, fuck. I got I saw that. I was a little pissed. Alvin Kamara, man. Got him. He's going to have one hellacious fucking year. Um, I hope. He's my uh, team leader, Antonio Brown. I got, I have, I'm strong on wide receivers. How are you feeling about Brown this year on the Raiders? I feel like it's going to be a change, but I know for a fact he's going to be the most targeted receiver. Yeah, but 
is Derek Carr going to get him the ball like Big Ben did? Mm. Um, I mean, I can see it being a little of, bit of a struggle, but I think that they'll trust him. I hope that he's forged a bond between, you know, his quarterback, Derek Carr, and everything like that. I don't know, man. I, I just – I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling good about this. Like, I feel like I drafted decently. We'll see what the hell happens. Winner gets $1,000. Yeah. Ten of us put in $100 each. Winner is walking away with a grand. <clears throat> so, either you win a grand – and then nine other people lose $100 by the end of the season, which will wrap up probably, give or take, like New Year's, New Year's Eve, you know, the fucking end of the year. You know what yeah, I mean? it'd be nice. It'd be nice little, uh, New Year's little present. addition to the thing. Into the 20s, baby. Into dude, the 20s. People are talking about being worried about Le'Veon Bell, too. It's like, dude, Le'Veon Bell's going to the Jets. He's going to get the ball more than anybody else. On that entire team. You think Sam Darnold's going to fucking sling I, the ball down the field all year? I talked no. to Justin about this, though. They're going to feed Bell that ball. I talked to Justin about this, though, and death. I think that I don't 100% really trust. I don't, know if I, tr- I don't know if I trust him right out the fucking gate, though, to be exactly who he was two years ago. He won't be. He's you know also I mean? going to be on the Jets, which is different than the Steelers. The Jets are going to have a fucking good year, I think. <coughs> I, I, I think they're going to have a decent year. I think the Browns are going to finally have a killer year. I drafted the Browns defense. I had confidence in them. I'm like, yeah. they're getting a lot better. Um, Brady is my quarterback for the first time. Yeah, Deshaun Watson and Dak. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a real interesting time. I'm, I'm, I don't, this is what I'll say. And I'm, I don't think I have the worst team. Um, <laughs> you know, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying you do either. I, I'm not even going to say like that I have necessarily the best. I think I drafted as smart as I, as I could and that I know, but you know more football overall than I do. So I just watched it for, that doesn't mean I really know how to play fantasy though. That's true. Because I've seen a lot of, like you and Justin both know well-rounded weight, like more about football than me, but you both for some reason have shaky. Yeah, like, season. don't always have a promising season. Like, no. you, you, I mean, you never know how the draft's going to go. And, I mean, admittedly, we've all made mistakes in the draft where we're kind of like, fuck, I shouldn't have missed that opportunity to get this guy. I should have drafted this guy later. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all it fucked that up. Year. Because we have an idea of how the season's going to go. And it always and always go that route, you know? So... I never know what the hell's going to happen. I usually, I usually fare pretty well in fantasy sports. Like, I've made the playoffs, I think, every year in every fantasy sport that i played. Baseball and football. Oh, man. Except maybe one season, I think, of fantasy baseball I didn't make. Fantasy but that was that pissed me off. Much. Yeah. Fan- I mean, it's fun, and that was the league that I won for $800. That's that's the biggest league I've ever been a part of until our $1,000 one is the one I won. So... We'll see what the fuck happens. I'm gonna, I just I even like baseball a lot. Like I mean, foot, admittedly, football is like my favorite. Yeah, I mean, everyone's to watch. Got favorite. But I mean, I grew up watching a shit ton of baseball too. Because how could you not when you lived in St. Louis and the Cardinals were like killing every year mm-hmm. growing up? So like, I watched a lot of MLB. But dude, fantasy baseball is just too much. You gotta like do shit like every day. It seems like gotta be checking up, switching. Just like, and the point 
value things we, this week. We do look at football every day, though, but you don't have to be like, oh, fuck, I better rush and put these guys in. You know yeah. I mean? So, like, but we do look at it every day to keep up with updates and shit, see what other guys in our league are making moves, you know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody's dropping this guy, you know, be on the lookout. Wow. And you're yeah. first in the waiver order right now. You haven't touched it. I don't know. Some of these guys are just picking people up immediately. Dude, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to see how my team. Goes. I'm going to let my team play out for at least 3 weeks probably. Yeah, exactly. See what happens. That's what I'm saying. You got to get a good sample size. That's yeah. what they that's what they recommend. That's you what know. they recommend is giving it a few weeks before you fucking make any major You know what I mean? Week 1, I mean, fucking a lot of the guys are just getting back into it, you yeah. know? It's the first real game, like that's what if fucking really... Jimmy Graham has a great first game, gets fucking three touchdowns, next week it's like two point fucking six. There you are I mean? players that do that. You never have either twenty point week, yeah. weeks or like three point weeks. Or like even like a thirty or forty fucking point. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Like if for some probably not forty. But if somebody has occasionally. something Yeah, occasionally. Uh, but if they have something absurd, like if a, if it's a player that comes out of nowhere, you don't know, but I don't know. I, I do think people they're like, oh, this this isn't like him. He's he should be doing better, or this guy should be doing this good. It's like they do how they do, and every year is not the same. You know what I mean? Mm. Players evolve, players change, players train harder. Traders, or you know, they they trade uh, fucking softer. Probably who the fuck knows? I don't imagine they really do. They're all NFL players, but who knows, man? Whenever you're making that money, you know, who the fuck knows? It's a lot of pressure, man. It is. I feel like, yeah, I think I've said this before, actually, but I know players aren't overall a fan of it because pe- some people are like, oh, that stupid motherfucker. We I talked about drafted this. him over in the draft. We talked about this in like, yeah. one of the episodes. The fucking... Yeah, I know. That's I, we yeah. that up. Oh, yeah. We haven't really talked about fantasy too much. It's been like, oh, looking forward to it. But yeah, now... Oh man, we're gonna be talking about fantasy probably now. Football, probably a little bit. Yeah, probably a little bit. Some of the podcast for sure. All out just happened as well. Yeah, I missed. Did it you? Uh, did you see anything that happened? Uh, I know Jericho beat Page, mm-hmm. won the title. I saw some highlights from the Young Bucks. Uh, Lucha. What was? What's the their name? Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. Yeah, Young Match. Bucks. Yeah, that was. That was a good show. I mean, it had its fair share of, uh, you know, there's probably some boshes in there. Jim Ross, man, he like he's a great he's a great legendary announcer, but he like was kind of flat out saying he's like, oh, I don't whatever that is, you know, he's just he's kind of throwing terms around because he's not fully aware of everything in that company yet. He's an old guy though, and he's trying to like learn some new stuff, but. He's not. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he's equipped or at this moment to carry the product vocally or not. Like it's as weird as that sounds. Like commentating wise, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to dis. I love Jr. I think Jr. is probably the the best announcer in the history of wrestling. To be honest, but overall, but speaking, yeah, you know, everybody has a point where they're just kind of reaching. Maybe they're not as as promising or as you know as they once were. But I mean, you get CM Punk in there to commentate. Um, Jim Ross has been through a lot of shit though. His wife's passed away and stuff like that happened. I mean, just he's lost a lot of friends and stuff too. And good lord, yeah, yeah. It's Harley I mean, Race. Like, like this decade, Harley we have Race, lost yeah. so many fucking legends, dude. Oh, I'm sure it happens every decade. Roddy, yeah, but, I mean, well, yeah. Roddy Piper, fucking Ultimate Dusty Rhodes, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior Randy Savage. 
Yeah. Harley Race. Yeah, man, they're all they're all dropping off. Viscera. <laughs> Viscera. Big Daddy B. <laughs> In his nine tits. Dude, you know, hey, don't speak poorly of him, man. He's dead. <laughs> I didn't speak poorly of him. He just got nine fat folds. Now he got nipples on each one of them. What a fucking oh my cow. God. <laughs> it's like a like a fucking dog and talking, dog. <laughs> talking about his nine tits and shit like that. Oh my god. Man, you know? It happens. Dude, oh my god. Fat people get rolls. Do you remember? You remember that fucking smell happened in my oh in my room in my room from like the heater of the AC and like some animal yeah, smelled, smelled like, like it died. A fucking raccoon exploded in It your smelled furnace. like the sweaty fucking hair under Big Daddy V's fucking nine tits, dude. Just dripping into a cup. <laughs> oh my! Being God. splashed all over your carpet. <laughs> Dude, I got like, <laughs> I got like six fucking we got like eight different air freshers for it. And I got Febreze's and I got candles and we like turned everything on. Dude, we beat that fucking smell. That was mania yeah, weekend, fuck actually. That smell, dude. <laughs> that smell tried to bring us down. <laughs> we like went to steak and shake after yeah, dude, that. Three in the morning. We're like, we were Let's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Me and you were like, how is it like on us? It was, dude. I, I kept smelling. I it. did too. That was one of the worst smells I've ever smelled. Oh, my dude. I was like, I know everybody. Fucking life. Everybody in here smells this too. There's no way they didn't smell. Oh, us. it was fucking terrible. I walked into like a sweaty fucking ass asshole in the air, dude. Yeah, dude. Like your your house was literally. Like, a that's sweaty what the smell asshole. smelled like. Your house oh was my just God. Big, big Daddy V after fucking <laughs> game of pig, bro. His <laughs> asshole. That's what you fucking house about. Like. <laughs> big Daddy V, man. What do you think was the best one? Viscera? Viscera. Viscera, yeah. Viscera definitely was the best. Oh, yeah, he was. Fucking King Mabel. <laughs> King Mabel, he <laughs> might have been the worst. <laughs> I know, Big Daddy V's attire was shitty, dude. Dude, he had yeah. little straps over his nine fucking tits. How the fuck do you do that? <sighs> he thought it was cool. It's like, you see this? You can see all my fat rolls, but you can't see my 18 tits. <laughs> his straps are covering them. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, Viscera, like, his eyes, he had those contacts and he looked fucking nuts. I really want to get some awesome I want to get some fucking like red ones and purple ones and some crazy shit. I've thought about contacts before, but I don't fucking need them, no. so I don't want to wear them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no point. And also, I kind of feel weird about putting that shit close to my eye for some reason. That's what a lot of people say. It is kind of weird, like uh, at first, and then I don't know. You just get used to it. You know, you need to do it unless you're willing to wear glasses. And I didn't really wear my glasses too much. I wore the most I ever wore my glasses was whenever I woke up in the hospital. Yeah. That was the most. Like, I wore them, like, a few other times. I don't know. Fucking putting... It's kind of hard, though, to put your fucking... Like, in that movie, no, they were showing it. Like, what did he do? He fucking took his contact out, and he, like... Like, what what did he... Did he do that to start producing saliva or to clean his contact? I think he put it in his mouth to 
rinse it off, right? 127 hours. Would you recommend that? That was damn good. Yeah, that was a good movie. movie. I'd recommend it. Especially if you're in survival shit. If you like Castaway and Life of Pi, bullshit about one guy being stranded by himself. Would you watch (laughs) it again? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It wasn't like, and it wasn't excessive, you know? What? What do you mean? It wasn't like, they didn't drag it out. No, 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 no. I think it honestly had an advantage being... Because with Tom Hanks being on the island for an hour and a half of a two and a half hour movie, or a little longer than that even, or maybe the movie was a little shorter, um, he actually had... Like, he was stranded there, but he had a whole island to explore and, like, you know what I'm saying, do different things. This guy was stranded in the fucking rock the entire movie virtually. Yeah. And... I don't know. It's just ultimate. It's just ultimately really intriguing to 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 see a prime example of how the human spirit can manifest itself in like a fucking such a survivalist kind of way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you wanna crazy. you wanna fucking you wanna live. Everyone's gonna wanna live. I think usually it's like if you're. I mean, I mean, even if you do want to die, I think you're gonna. The human nature's not gonna let you no. want to die from starving or dehydrating no. out in the desert. I bet know? most people would give it a shot to try something or a few things before they're ready to give up. You yeah. know, they're gonna try first. Because if not, any random everyday situation, you'd be like, "Oh well, why don't I just?" You would think it? in your head as a human, "Yeah, I could have tried to do more to prevent this." Yep. You know? It's, dude, like, it's fucking, it was wild, man. It was a good movie, though. That would be just really fucked up to see, like, not only to cut off your own arm, but then to see it in the rock with you off of it. You had to look at it. That would be fucking... I'd definitely take a picture. There's no way. You think you'd throw up looking at it? I don't know. But I would certainly take a picture because I'd want to look back at that later. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, holy shit. You're like, That's damn. my arm in that fucking rock. I cut that shit off with a little ass knife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well wishes to uh, Kevin Hart as well. Yeah. Got a bad car accident Christ. yesterday. Uh, he's underwent back surgery today rolled down an embankment he was a passenger in the car I heard dude that's unfortunate man he's, he's a really inspirational fucking guy he's very upbeat inspirational uh, he's just a, a loud like kind of happy individual you know I feel like like most people watch Kevin Hart shit and makes him smile too, yeah. you know I think that's his mission like you can really see him enjoying whatever he does a stand up to yeah Bill Burr, man, got a new stand-up coming out. Releasing a new one, September tenth. Well, yeah, dude, I didn't watch. That's the day you guys get back, right? I think so. Oh uh, yeah. Goddamn, yeah. This will be. Yeah, we'll probably have the. We'll probably have episode eight out after this. Like, uh, probably. I don't know. Maybe a little over a week. Yeah, going to good old Emerald City. I mean, that's what I've been calling. It's actually just Kansas City, but hitting Dance Festopia. Uh, music festival this weekend so that should be a it's gonna be an escape it's gonna it, literally it's gonna be a different world you know yeah. that's that's what's crazy about those experiences it's, it's just like it always seems like because it's a different theme uh-huh. so you go into this area and it's just like everything about it is different from the regular world and then you leave and you're like 
That was fucking weird. That was like a different Four society. nights of music, right? Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Pre-party. Yeah. yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like all day, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so is anybody playing actually on those nights, or is it just everybody hanging out on Thursday and shit? Oh, yeah, there's going to be actual DJs and Do shit, but they're going to be... Um, it's, I have, it's I've never been. until later. I would have liked to go on, you know, but... Yeah. They're going to give me shit for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'll hit one. Uh, yeah. I've been, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll go I don't even know the next one I'll hit, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to take How many have you been? By year. How many have you been to? This will be my third... My second dance fest and my third Did you go 2016, 17, and... Uh, I went 2016, and then I dance fest, and I went 2017 to Middlelands, now 2019 dance fest. So I didn't hit any last year, and I didn't mm-hmm. hit any most of this year. I'm going to go back, check it out, see how, see how it's uh, holding Might up. as well. Three years, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... A, had to go, I mean, you know, you went shopping with me today, fucking out all goddamn day, trying to get shit. I mean, I spent <laughs> excessive money on shit I didn't need, too, along the way. Yeah, we always... I mean, I, I needed it. It was underwear and pants. <laughs> Let's be real, I needed it. Alright? Shirts. <laughs> Never could have enough shirts. Needed it. <laughs> yeah, but, um... I don't know. You think you're about ready for the break? You got it. What you got? Yeah, to I mean, here? yeah, we can we can break it down. I think for the time being, come back. We still got. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could, we could go. We could talk for a second about like the next. I mean, obviously, we reviewed our movies for the week, but you know, the good and the bad and the shits. We introduced the last episode where we give one another three topics, and the uh, the other they have to answer whether it's overrated, underrated, or if it's a fair perception. Um, based on the product, the phrase, the item, the fucking person, the, you know, whatever. It's a variety of things. You can give, we can give one another any topic we very well want, and it's going to be all fair game. So, the good, the bad, and the shits. We will yeah, see how the second of round of that goes, um, but we're going to take a break, have a quick ad for you. I know y'all, you all can't wait. Ooh, y'all can't yeah, wait for man. the ads, man. It'll be over before you know it. Um, Thank we'll God. see you guys in a second, so... All right. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, from our break. And I guess we're picking it right back up with the good, the bad, and the shits. It is going to be interesting (laughs) because last episode is interesting. (coughs) This guy said that blue wasn't his top five favorite colors. He fucked up. That's because everybody that's ever lived. Oh, my God. Favorite three That's because they know. Bro, all I'm saying is it's overrated. Okay. No, it is. What? You said it wasn't. You said it was fair. Yeah, now you've you been can't trying to piss me off this whole week saying I fucked up that answer. Bullshit. <laughs> when Bull- did I even say that? <laughs> like, I don't know, like six times today. Well, maybe today. But well. blue, I don't know, blue's... You know, it's. I'm not saying it's a bad color. <laughs> You're like, it's definitely not underrated. It's not. Everybody fucking royal blue. Immense royal blue is underrated. That's for sure. <laughs> that's a, that's like a more of a shade, though. Well, you know, it's a go. It is. <laughs> but I. <know>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um. 
kicking off this scene. Kicking off here. the good, the bad, and the shit, so we say if it's overrated, underrated, or fair. What do you got for me? You got something fucking that's gonna piss me off? Let's see here. Actually, I'm gonna pitch some obscure shit, probably, because that's just what I'm best at at the times. Just kind of digging on something that you might not have thought I would have. We'll start off here, uh. Martian Manhunter of the Justice League. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember I remember that guy was a uh, pretty cool guy. He didn't really speak that much though. But well, he was a fucking Martian man. I mean, he was yeah, but he was, you know, he was a good guy. Intense. Dude, I used to watch that Justice League show fucking back in the day, back in like the early 2000s and shit like that. Yeah. Back in my day up in here. Back in the good old days. <laughs> Saying, you know, I never understood why Aquaman wasn't in that group, but that's off subject. But I don't know. I will say, he's I don't down know. There fucking punching Martian. You don't really hear people talk about him, so he's probably a little underrated, to be honest with you. My straight answer. I think he is too. He's he's like the like one of the members of the Justice League that nobody talks about. No, nobody. Him. He does. wasn't even in the movie. Nope. They fucked Martian Manhunter. Aquaman was in the movie, and he wasn't in the show. The show like that's Hawk just because everybody cool. likes to fucking Green Lantern, dude. Mama. Green Lantern was good. The Flash was a bad motherfucker. Green Lantern was cool. The Batman, Flash was cool. Wonder Woman was badass. dope. I, I thought Wonder Woman was pretty dope. Yeah. Superman and Batman obviously kicked ass. I'd say the top three Justice League members straight up: Superman, Batman, maybe Wonder Woman. Yeah. Especially after the Wonder Woman movie. The Wonder yeah. Woman movie kind of. I still need to watch it. But yeah, so you're saying a little, uh, little I'll say underrated for, for him, yeah. Martian Manhunter, underrated. Yeah, I agree. What do you, um... Okay, so, you didn't watch it, but you saw it. So, Chris Jericho winning the AEW champion, being, being the first ever AEW champion. Now, in October, they're going into their... Turner Network, TNT, is hosting AEW Wrestling. They're hosting a wrestling network for the first time in, you know, fucking many years. They used to have WCW. Uh, they're going to see what they can do with AEW. And Tur- Ted Turner. Yeah, or Turner, man. They get right back into wrestling. Turner so, television. the question is, Jericho, this long after, I think it's a good business move. I don't want to put my projections on you, but I, I kind of feel like, you know... Maybe your take on this won't be entirely different than mine. Um, but I think as far as the wrestling move, Adam Page maybe would have been the answer. But I think it is a business move going on a fucking large-scale network like that. I think putting it on Jericho was a, was a good fucking move because it gave, <coughs> uh, it gave him, you know what I mean? Like, the, people know him. It'll draw some eyes. It'll draw product. Yeah. People will fucking view it. So, like, do you think him and all his accomplishments, do you think Chris Jericho is overrated, underrated, or fair? Chris Jericho, man, I feel he, like, he, in general, I feel like he's one of the most underrated performers. That's what I think, too. And I think the perception of because a lot of people are starting to realize how good he is, but I think he's still underrated for how much shit he's done. I mean, on the mic, in the ring... The dude, honestly, is one of the best at everything, at all of it. Yeah. Without an issue, like he, it just it looks fluent with him. You know what I mean? So you think they like made the right decision there? Oh yeah, I think. So. I think 
business-wise, most definitely, Chris Jericho, the people know Chris Jericho. He's, he'll, he'll he's probably him. the biggest name you have on your entire roster. He does, he is. So, it makes perfect sense to put the belt on him first. And yeah. on top of that, that dude's so good on the mic. With him, with that belt in the very beginning of you getting on like a televised deal, that's going to draw eyes because he's, he's mm-hmm. going to... He's going to say some shit every week that people are going to want to hear. Oh, yeah. So, I think Chris Jericho overall as a performer is underrated. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's fucking, like, underrated um, in my eyes. But the thing is, like, people praise him, but I think he's even better than people act like. You know what I mean? And admittedly, it took me a long time to get to that place with, you know, my perception of him. I always knew he was great. I just didn't think of how great he actually is. But he's fucking... He's the man. I hope he fucking takes AEW into the stratosphere, man. He helps him out and um, has a good run as champion. Add another fucking notch on his career, man. Like, add another accomplishment. So, I was just seeing if you thought he was worthy of that and it made sense to do, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And, you know, about Chris Jericho himself. He's, he's, you know. he's definitely, I believe, worthy of. Most certainly should be the first champion. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still credible, you know. Uh, I mean, he, give, give it to Paige somewhere down the road. Yeah. When he gets a little more established with the AEW crowd and a little more TV time, people get to know him. Yeah. Do you, um, what's your next one for me? All what right. do we got here? Here's another kind of, uh,. Uh, we were kind of speaking on him a little bit earlier today. I know there's a big mixed reaction for this guy because he's released greatness. He's released dog shit. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> Overrated, underrated, or fair? What are you feeling? Um, you know, I haven't seen some of the movies that he's done that were, I, like people thought were jack shit. But I heard that they were such jack shit. Like, I, I, I've probably seen a couple scenes here and there of, like, did he make that Avatar movie? He made some Yeah, that's just like a that. spit in the face, too, because that's one of my favorite series of all time. He's, he's hit and miss, and a lot of people realize he's hit and miss. And some of his movies have greatness in them, like that, like, Unbreakable, Split, uh, several of those. Um, and he made The Sixth Sense, too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's made a lot of movies, but man. you never know. So honestly, I feel like I'm I'm in with the majority on that one. I would say fair because because they say he's um, yeah he's he's had a yeah, way they, of fucking they give him shit, up. but they also say he's full of like you know he has some masterpiece movies. Dude, we saw Glass at the beginning of the year, and that was just the the third act of that fucking movie was disappointing to me. It was it built up so it was built up so well, like the guy that played you know their the split movie. That came out in 2016, Unbreakable came out in 2000, were bred into one with um, Samuel Jackson as Glass. Elijah Glass, right? Yep. Elijah. Well, it was Elijah something, and then Mr. Glass was his nickname. He also did Signs, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he's done some shit for sure. He's, I don't know, I think it's fair because I think a lot of people realize the same thing that he's hit and miss. You know but I mean? I mean, yeah, The Last Airbender is one of the worst movies of all time, I feel like. He also did After Earth, that Will Smith James Okay, Smith that, that looked like an absolute piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, a lot of people shit on that. So, I don't know, man. I'm... You think over? You think he's overrated? 
There, there's movies that he's done that I really liked, though. Like, The Sixth Sense is great. But overrated Sixth doesn't Sense even mean that you don't great. like it, you know? And Signs is great. Yeah, but I mean, man, I just don't understand how he's still getting these box office fucking big ass actors and shit when he has literally shit the bed like for the past eight years it seems like the films yeah I don't know I mean Split was big but I feel like that's the best film he's had as of late yeah I you know I really like that and Unbreakable I didn't I couldn't have really imagined they would have been tied into like one series to be honest yeah but they're super super fucking natural people so you feel so like he's it? uh He's, he's fair. Yeah. Give him a fair rating. I'll give him that. Yeah, I'm not Shyamalan, man. Just fucking go back to films. I understand them shitting on him. Shit again. I understand them shitting on him, and I, I understand uh, that also he's full of. He has some greatness in his movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's had some great films, but you gotta think, too, that most of them were a long time ago. <laughs> a lot of the shit he's done. Then the 2010s especially has just been like a real shit show. <laughs> so, yeah. besides Split. I mean, Glass, like you said, it was a good movie. It just ended like a piece of garbage, so it ruined the whole thing. Left a sour taste in my mouth about it. Yeah. The ending did not do the two movies before Injustice, or even most of the build-up in Glass, because the build-up was good. I thought it was leading to something fucking better than that shit. You can't have a weak ending, man. Like, it's gotta... Like, there's been several movies I thought the movie was good, and then the ending happened, and if I didn't totally understand it... I mean, sometimes I really... I rewatch them and everything uh, to understand it better, but whenever I don't get it, I'm just kind of like... Whenever I don't get it, nor or if I really was paying attention and it didn't make sense, I'm kind of like, okay, why the fuck is that the ending? Like, Bird Box, the Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix... Uh, had that same kind of yeah, I didn't watch that. thing to me. Because I felt like that had the big hype train behind it for a while, too. And I was just like, uh It was good. Some things I hop on the hype train or I'm already on it. And then it's growing and growing and growing. But, like, certain things I'm also just like, uh, like I, I didn't hold out on Game of Thrones really purposefully. But I never really got into it. And there was mm-hmm. a huge hype train behind that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I watched Bird Box, but it was very, uh, how can I say it? Like, it, the ending was just questionable as fuck. I just didn't understand why it ended the way it ended. I don't know, maybe I need to rewatch it, to be honest, but it was just strange, because the movie was actually pretty, pretty interesting. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I will give it another shot, though. Anyway, that wasn't even what the thing was M. Night Shyamalan thing <laughs> yeah what do you got Bird Box um okay they're fucking they're Hollywood they're rich they're fucking they're they're spectacular in some ways but some people I feel like would say they're a waste of money is is taking a limo like what do you think about a limo do you think it's a waste do you think it's a waste of money or limos are as styling and profiling as they're perceived to be um I feel like I wouldn't ever reach a point where I would take a limo or that I'd ever want to take a limo everywhere, ever. 
But I feel like, you know, if you got a big event going That's on or you need to show up somewhere and if you got a wedding party or you or you know, you're going to a premiere or some crazy shit, you know, some some big shit in your life. Like I feel like a limo, you know, can is uh kind of uh not necessary but I understand it. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would do it for certain things. I would never be at the point where I'd be like, We have to have a limo. I don't think that... Yeah, but you would for a big event, like a big premiere or something. I mean, I probably wouldn't beg for it, but, like, they're cool. Like, I mm. I would understand them for certain things. I wouldn't, like, I, you know, I wouldn't fucking take them everywhere. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, dude, because there's also different kinds of limos. There's limos that are just, you know, you're chilling in the back, having a good time. And there's limos that are, like, the big you... <laughs> And they're fucking, they got mini fridges in the back, and they're popping bottles in there and fucking partying. There's party lights that What's change and about, shit. Like, know? they have the party limos as well. I've taken a limo once to prom, I think, and that was, like, the only time. Um, Man, I yeah, I don't even think I've ever taken a limo. Anyway. It's cool. I mean, just, just having the, you know, just being in there, feeling like the event's a big deal and everything like that. Yeah, I would, uh... I mean, I would take one. I'd ride one. I'd do that at some point. But overall, oh man, uh, I don't know. That's that's a tough one because I don't there, I don't have any hatred for limos in my heart. <laughs> but I feel like they may be a little overrated for the fact that people like you think are way way into them. Like they feel like that's a sign of uh, class and sophistication if you're in a limo. You know, that's a sign of money, yeah. of wealth, class, and and I don't know. It's just a fucking stretched out car that <laughs> you're partying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but then you know, it's fucking professional shit. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I mean, they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. But I don't know if they're as big of a deal as many people make them. Can we just talk about how Leo is sleeping? Look at him. It looks like he's praying against the arm he of the is. couch. I think he's praying to God that we'll shut the fuck up someday. Yeah, well, he's not his place. <laughs> he don't know what the fuck's going on over there. <laughs> um, oh, he's looking. And then you had that fucking cat. <laughs> and this cat. <laughs> What do you so feel? You, you think limos? Uh, um, you like them? I think they're fucking sick. I mean, I don't think I would ever like want to be taken everywhere in that you know in like a limo or anything like that. Or if I was like yeah, famous so or rich, like would, or just even be willing to take one in general. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I feel like you would have to. Uh, I think I think they're nice. I think they're cool. I think it's I think it's a fun, fancy way to show up to places. Yeah. I don't know if I think they're underrated though. But you'd have to avoid more traffic shit in high traffic areas. A limo could be a real disaster too. Because you can't just get over. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's that's weird. I can see why that is tough. <laughs> hey man, it's supposed to be tough. Bitch. Yeah. Sharp turn. At least I didn't have the question. <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, you know, I, I told you I think they're a tad bit overrated. Yeah, they're cool. I like them. I mean, I don't know. They're the the perception. Um, I'd rather just, you know, 
fucking go in a car like a normal person typically or I mean they got all these fancy Ubers and shit now you can yeah. you don't even have to drive you would like to style and profile in a suit one night in a limo though I bet I mean yeah I would do it at some point <laughs> but I don't think that it would I mean yeah it would be cool for like if you had a big event or something yeah but yeah um man I guess you're next huh yeah, I guess I'm off. Limo! Alright, um... What's your take on... Crab Rangoon? <laughs> <laughs> Crab Rangoon. Um... <clears throat> honestly, though, it's... it's. I know I bitch about some Chinese food sometimes we're all talking about, like, going to see it, and, like... Don't get me wrong, folks. Like, I, I, I like Chinese food, but Fine. back in the day... My parents would order it fucking, like, every... What happened to end up being, like, a Thursday. Every week somehow. And I'm like, why the fuck do we always eat Chinese... I didn't say fuck. On Thursday. <laughs> you know? And, like, <laughs> and I was just... I would make a mockery of it. I'm like, Chinese food always <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> Being a prick, ungrateful kid. I and I oh, said it. In America, and I always said that fucking line. And uh, <laughs> I can see why I'd be annoying. They probably wanted to punch me in the face, but <laughs> but it was like, it's I, funny. I but know. It's, it's definitely but just anyway. I got burned out on it. That was years ago, like on Chinese food. Like I'm not saying crab or good, but on Chinese food. Um, because we had it so much, like, now I only really can consume it, like, I don't know, two, three, maybe four times in a year, I feel like I only desire it. And, now that I'm to my fucking point, with a little humor in between there, (laughs) the, uh, the fucking, um, Crab Rangoon is actually one of only a few items on there that I'm still craving, like, when I'm willing to have Chinese food in the times of year that I do. I like crab, like crab rangoon. I like the teriyaki beef sticks. They're on fucking point. The chicken rice, pretty good. And then you got, you know, the fucking orange chicken's not bad. You got a few good things like that. But crab rangoon is one of them that I like. Um, yeah, they got a lot of fire things. They're definitely not overrated. Made. I think more people should like them. I'm gonna say they're fucking underrated, honestly. Yeah, my take on crab rangoon is uh, as a kid. Shit made me gag, bro. Like, I'd try to eat it, and I'd be like... Like, I fucking couldn't. I don't know. Just the the consistency and the texture of it. I just said, fuck that. But, like, I've gotten older, and, uh... Not a little bitch anymore about some shit, I guess. <laughs> and yet, and, he's sitting over here, and he's like, I don't want mustard on my hot dog! Hey, I fucking take mustard on there if everything else is going on there. Dude, mustard, man, it's fucking... Mustard is not fucking that good it is, at all it's fucking on point yeah, i was 69 years old <laughs> what does that even and have mean? fucking half your taste buds gone <laughs> why does that apply all abuse because <laughs> then you don't taste how shitty it is <laughs> dude what? you just said you put it on stuff yeah and now you as go a, back as to a bashing back, as mustard. a background flavor <laughs> it's in there with the other dude, shit no it's on point with the premier flavors Okay. It's all. All right, we all agree. Good deal. 
<laughs> One of the fucking low tier sauces. Oh, as the, what are you looking at? Fucking one sauce? <laughs> what do you mean? All of them. <laughs> well, if mustard's the worst, then it's got to be the only one. I said one of the low tier <laughs> sauces. Mustard. Admittedly, it took me a long time to fucking start liking mustard because my mom, while they were busy getting Chinese food. Uh, we also were not eating mustard because she didn't like it, so I never really ate it growing up. And uh, eventually, I started eating it on a bunch of different shit, and I was like, that's that's good shit, man. Definitely better than honey mustard, too. Yeah, I'll must, yellow mustard better than honey mustard. I said it. If you disagree with me, go fuck yourselves. Danny McBride. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that to your audience, but, you know. Danny McBride was <laughs> honey mustard. How dare you insult No, it's name. good. It's good, but it's yellow mustard's better. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, just I thought you just agree to disagree on this one. Well, because Elijah hasn't tried them, so he needs to try them. <laughs> I've tried all the fucking sauces, man, and all I'm saying is mustard. It's down there at the bottom, fucking. Baby versus horserad. No, it's way better than horseradish. <laughs> it's fucking chilling with like Worcestershire sauce. And fucking <laughs> we started relish. talking about mustard for Trevor in June. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what the? F this is progressive, man. Yeah, that's just what. That's how things go. You, yeah, you, uh, you smoke and you get in arguments that are funny, and then you don't <laughs> want to get off of them because you're having a good time arguing. Uh. Fucking anyway, I got one. I got another one for you. All right, I got one. Yeah, I'm the. This is the last one, right? Fuck. Okay. I feel like I know what you're gonna say, but I don't know about this one for sure. Now, uh, the last like, the, there's been the last like few years where fucking, I've had this. It's kind of just been like a like a mild argument. I'm just fucking around, really. But whenever people restock the toilet paper in their fucking, um, in their bathrooms. The sheet is supposed to go over the fucking oh, sheet. Oh, yeah. It it's supposed to go over. It's not supposed to go under. And this is another reason I thought this this would be an interesting topic, because the over-under fucking thing is the ironic part of uh, the fact on judging this one. The over makes way the fuck more sense. If you put a roll of fucking toilet paper with the sheet going down, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Listen, I I mean that's true. You're I, fucking I, wrong. I, look, I've always done it over. Yeah, but I don't understand what goes why through people's minds. Everybody off so bad. It's fucking toilet. You're gonna it's, rip yeah, the shit but, off anyways. But it just it just fucking makes more sense. It's just like you can't fucking. It's it's so hard to get to. You can see where it cuts off if you fucking look at the top. I mean, if you roll it the other way, you're never gonna see where it ends. Yeah, the undo's not my not my style, you know not my jam. So like, I just the importance of it being there. Well, you could just say you know, the, it being over the top is what it. What is that? Is that overrated? Underrated? I think I think it should be on top, hundred percent. It should. It's got to be on top. Man. I mean, I've always that's thought the that. way I've always done it. That's the way my family always did it growing up. Is well, it's just it seems the most logical. But at the same time, like I said, it's one of those debates that I don't understand why people get so insulted by it. I just <laughs> think well. I just think you got some fucking issues if you put it under. I mean, they could be <laughs> psychopaths. <laughs> Most people are. Um, I don't know. So, what is your 
Uh, what do you think about that? Do I think that putting it? What are you asking here? Putting it? Oh, do I think that putting it over is overrated? Yeah, it is the right way. I think it's no. The right it's way. definitely the right way. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's the right way. That's the way I've always done it. That's where I've seen most people do it. I've seen it the under way, but it's always just kind of. It's never felt as right. It's never exactly. Seemed, it's never it looks fucking weird, man. It's never seemed as it's natural wrong. that way. So yeah, I would say. You definitely uh, it being that way put it over, but yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's a fair statement. I wouldn't say that that's a underrated or overrated statement because, like I said, the debate itself is kind of just who gives a fuck, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is. But like you know, I get it. It's definitely supposed to be over though, because yeah, that's the way that the most most people do it. Like, it's one of those things that only the weird small amount do it the other way, and they they got issues, typically. They, they do. do it that way. They're, there's something wrong they're with them. They're fucking killers. <laughs> <laughs> they're killers. And they're, yeah, they're doing something. They're not the Wolf of Wall Street. My fucking killers. My fucking warriors. <laughs> that will not put down the phone. Yeah, he... Yeah, he fucking, he had a way of pressuring, <laughs> pressuring you to buy it. Like, so you're going to go with fair? Yeah, I'm going to go with that's a fair statement. Okay. Right there. I think that that's, because that's the way I've always done it, too. You know, I think, like I said, most people do it that way as well. It's, a, it's just a natural way. So it's a fair statement. Oh. <laughs> This segment just brings stories out. It does. It like it, that's honestly what's interesting. Yeah, I like just people segment. are we're opening up to people, you know what I mean, and it telling individual stories based on three things that the other person has no idea that the other's gonna say. Like we don't go over like this is raw and real, man. Like we don't go over any of this shit. We don't know what's going on. Look at her. Just keeps happening. No, just fucking. I, I don't know. I think it's interesting that way to not really, but the. Um, the Jericho thing, I was like, man, we're probably going to end up getting into that. We talked a little bit about fantasy football, some wrestling again, hit him with some movie stuff. There's some fucking, there's some banger movies coming out, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking, the movie It, the, the second chapter. Halloween season you need to is see, coming you out. You need to see It, the first It. I know, you? I need to badly. Um, I want to that Zeroville movie, I don't know much about it, but it's another Franco Seth um Dave Franco, David or Danny McBride, fucking I'm Craig Robinson. Been promoted at all. I know it's it might be a limited release, kind of like the Disaster Artist, or or even 127 Hours, because that was a pretty limited release too. Um, Which means it'll be good because those yeah. are both good. <laughs> and we get that's that's looking at start of September. Like there's that there's Last Blood. I still have two more Rambo's to watch. I've never watched the Rambo's until like the past month. Yeah. And. Um, Two more Rambo's to watch, and then we can go see Last Blood in September and shit too. So I still need, I would still want to see Joker. Good Boys, but September, man, we got it too coming out. We it. got Zeroville, we got Last Blood. So much football man. fucking Fun season, man. God damn. September's gonna be a big one. Got the festival this weekend. Football season kicking off. Yeah. Fall starting. Big Dude, movies coming out. Big things happening. It's in the air, man. Fall, the fall yeah. season. That we got the hint of, of of fall the last few days. It's coming, and I can't fucking wait. Beautiful time of the year. Got football. Got got the best time. horror season coming up. Got all Halloween everything. I can't wait, man. The weather. 
Oh, and I've been great. missing it since it ended. Yeah, last year it's I've been missing it. Become a clear favorite. October is the October's damn best month so of the year. Good. Yeah. So looking forward to it again. Good God! I guess we'll pick back up with these folks in uh, probably about a week, give or take, maybe a tad, maybe a tad more. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure, you're going to be exhausted for a day or two whenever you come back. I'll probably sleep. <laughs> on Monday. That's my plan. Going to Kansas City. I'll be holding down the fort in Missouri. So come by, yeah, see me. Missouri. Have a good old time, you folks. Got, you just got the loo side. You got the east side. Yeah. And I got the west. Okay. I think I'm just gonna chillax for some of the fucking for some of the week. I'm gonna hang out with a few people. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing, but I'll be doing some shit, adventuring. Gotta pay the rent. Gotta pay the bills, man. Gotta get <laughs> shit rolling. Bills. Yeah. So yeah, man, I fantasy football well. though, man, I'm 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 ready. Me and you, me versus you, Elijah versus Tim. Leave you on that note. We'll see who the fuck wins. Um, think uh, you're gonna be able man. to get it done this year? Hey man, I think my team this year is it looks pretty damn promising. I looked at some of the other teams. Our, it's like ooh, our know, point man. value is better now too. We like went through a lot of stuff individually. The head coach is getting a lot of points. But I mean, anything can happen to this football. There's yeah. injuries. There's yeah. suspensions. And we're getting points for yard, like you know, points like six point one, six point whatever the fuck per per yard. I mean, yeah. like a tenth for a yard. But I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to it. Me, Me and well, you man, fucking round like season. round like happen. four or some shit like that in fantasy football. Yeah. So first game of the make season, the fucking playoffs this year, huh? Yeah, they probably wish we were more hostile at each other about the game. <laughs> <laughs> we were like arguing over fucking arguing over mustard, <laughs> and, and we're not being blue. competitive over fantasy. Yeah. All right. Well, Kamara's gonna fuck your team up, man. That's for sure. Okay, Tyreek Hill and Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr. are gonna take a fat shit. Good iron gangsters. Okay? Oh my god! I'm gonna unmask the masked <laughs> fucking ugly maniacs. <laughs> The Master Maniacs and the Gridiron Gangsters, that just sounds like prime time. Maybe we should put a poll up and say which which team sounds better. The Masked Maniacs or the Gridiron Gangsters. Yeah, put up the poll up on the page. That'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we might get like three votes, but Yeah. That'd be interesting. Who's got the like if they make it this far? You better make it this far. But anyway, as always, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we'll just we're just dicking around now. But uh, yeah, it should be a good week. You got a festival coming up. It's I'm, happening. Uh, I'll can, hold I'll down the fort with that for sure. The next time I'm in, I'm sure. I'll, yeah. I'll have some stories for you guys. Yeah. If sure I, you know, if you know, if if if, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll have some important shit to tell you. Well, be a good week though. So we'll fucking. Labor Day weekend wrapping up, all this shit getting underway, so I don't know. It was good. It was great. Hope you enjoyed our uh, movie review segment, the good, the bad, and the shits. Hopefully that segment starts taking off a little more. We want to hear from you guys, so feel free to reach out at any point to either one of us, Elijah Andrews or Timothy Bollinger. Now, anytime. Anytime. Send yeah, in some requests. Thank you guys, though, for your support, all the support, and uh, keep supporting. We're going to keep providing the content, putting it out there. And, uh, yeah, I guess have a good week. Yeah. All right. Peace out, guys. Love you all.